Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 102 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. My name is Mary. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Fan-freaking-tastic. Are you writing articles down there when we were downstairs? Were you writing articles? I, I am hard at work. Blood, sweat, and tears. You have no idea what it's like. It's it's more than just talking on camera. There, there's more to it. We, we do more than that. There's thought in this little brain. Like uh, we're working on it. We have a little bit of thought in our little brains. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working on it. Uh, we have a guest host today back from out of town. That's Introduce correct. yourself. I'm Sarah Patchlitz. Typically, I'm producing TimCast IRL with Tim Poole. Ian, Seamus, you know, the crew downstairs. But right now, I'm on Pop Culture Crisis with you cool dudes, and I'm excited to talk about pop culture stuff. Is dudes allowed anymore? Is, yes, it's I, gender neutral. Because I, I, I say guys, even though uh, I once was told that uh, like uh, I shouldn't say ladies because it would be uh, patron patronizing. Mm. So it's like you can't win. You can't say guys because that's not okay, but you can't say Ladies either, because that's patronizing. I don't know. Dudes is a great equalizer, and I'm going with it. All right, we're going to go with dudes. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Um, Ezra Miller, believe it or not, is in the news. Whoa, I'm, whoa. I, that, I know that what that may be... <laughs> this man is out of control. <laughs> this, uh, if by out of control, you mean shockingly... Yeah, no, you're right. He's, he's absolutely he out, totally of out of control. Uh, <laughs> we, we've got news uh, regarding the Kim Kardashian trial that is going on uh, between her and uh, Black China. Fill yeah, me in. All this stuff we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about gal gadot 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 uh, <laughs> and her upcoming role and some evidence i have from the past from the not too distant past that might suggest that it could be perhaps disastrous but we will have to wait and see yeah. uh we got podluck we got a bunch of other stuff so if you ladies slash guys slash dudes are ready to go are we ready to go we're ready yes right you're ready we're mm -hmm. so ready okay all right so <laughs> uh the flash actor ezra miller uh, arrested Whoa. for allegedly throwing a chair at a woman. So I don't know. Does he hate Hawaii this more? This dude hates women. He hates chairs. He hates when he sees a woman. <laughs> he just has to he, throw something at her. He just throws like, damn it, I'm done. <laughs> I thought it was the. I thought it was that he hated karaoke at first, and maybe that he hated That's bars. But maybe it's just when women are singing karaoke. <laughs> that 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 could be. That uh, he could out. have a very big problem with karaoke, <laughs> bars, women. Uh, and chairs. And chairs. <laughs> Uh, at this point, I have to wonder if, like, he's just trying to, like, get in, like, maybe this, he doesn't okay. want in the flash anymore. This came to mind 
I think he's self-sabotaging his career because he can't handle success. Maybe. Yeah. Like, that's scary. Like, that's, I mean, I can understand that. Like, you, you feel like you've hit this place where you're not sure if you can handle all that's coming at you. Like, I, I felt that at times as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never, I've never thrown a chair at a human female uh, as a way of getting out of that. But, you know, whatever, whatever but works. But you never know what's coming. If you've got the mail, if you've got the money for bail, I suppose you can go that way. It's, I, I want to know what type of chair it was. Oh, yeah, I want to know, too. I guess it only left like a half inch gash in her forehead so it wasn't the fact that it left any gash is bad to me yikes i think he might have really bad imposter syndrome and i think it's possible that he lacks the emotional maturity to handle being in such a high position explain explain Mm -hmm. for people what uh, imposter syndrome is imposter syndrome is where you reach a point in your life where you feel like you're not entitled to be there um i guess a lot of professionals including medical professionals get it because they go through school and they do all this stuff and they become like for example a doctor and they're like oh my gosh i don't know what i'm doing is this how it is for everyone i'm just an imposter i shouldn't be here so i feel that way every single day yeah i mean it's a struggle yeah <laughs> it's interesting that he would be having imposter syndrome because that's I think like I the extreme this- lack of entitlement mm-hmm. while the rest of celebrities can have like an extreme level of entitlement yeah. to their position i'm not sure if i buy imposter syndrome i think there's a, a lack of enforcement here from both his yes. studio mm-hmm. uh and the culture at large that's not holding Enablers. and b- by the way and i'm going to and i'm going to preface this ahead of time so that i don't get in trouble i'm going to just refuse i'm going to use um standard american pronouns not out of disrespect for him, but out of the fact that I, I simply will not be able to remember them in the in the phrase that he would like. So I'm just going to do that. And uh, I'm apologizing in advance. Please do not We're throw a chair so at me. Sorry, I don't I don't guys. mean any I don't mean anything by it. I'm just Cheers, trying to ladies. discuss this in a in a way that's as charitable as possible for both sides. And I, I don't want a chair thrown at me. I'm not gonna play karaoke. Please give me give me some leeway here. Um so it says Ezra Miller has been arrested uh, again in Hawaii, this time for allegedly throwing a chair that hit a woman in the forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he's got good aim. He could have played Deadshot. Yeah, not bad. That would have been great. <laughs> ha- Hawaii, uh, Hawaii Island Police Department books, booked the Flash Star 29 early Tuesday morning uh, and is facing a second degree assault charge. Page six confirmed. According to a press release from the police department, Miller was at a private residence in Lower Puna. Uh, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce that. I'm going to skip over some of the... I, I don't know how to pronounce a lot Hawaiian of Hawaiian Islands? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I watched a lot of Hawaii Five-0, and that is my extent didn't of... Didn't impart anything uh, It did you. not impart anything. <laughs> um, though I think we could get Steve McGarrett over there to give him a talking to. We were joking about how they were going to like draw a chalk line around the oh chair on the floor. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, and he allegedly became angry after, after being asked to leave. So he was at somebody's private residences, and they asked him to leave, and he's like, how... Did, maybe he's just, maybe he's just looking for a good night's sleep because this happened the other time when he was at that <laughs> like he was at that one people the one group of people that husband and wife's house mm-hmm. and this happened maybe dude's just trying to take a nap and he just can't Jeez, he just can't bro, get it so he's a hotel the, the, <laughs> you've got the money dude yeah uh, they allegedly threw they allegedly and i will use the pronouns that they use in the article uh they allegedly threw a chair which hit a 26 year old female on the forehead and resulted in a half inch cut Miller was reportedly arrested at a traffic stop around 1.30 a.m., uh, released from jail at around 4 a.m. The investigation is still ongoing. Like, I'm, I'm picturing, like, they've got, like, bullet, you know, they got, like, the, the <laughs> lasers that show trajectory, like, that shows, like, wh- where he threw the chair. They're using uh, protractors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and it becomes an episode of CSI. 
um, that it. I would absolutely watch. Like, I would totally watch it. Uh, in late March, Miller, who identifies as non-binary and uses they, them pronouns. Again, I, I apologize. Love um, that every article has to mention it. Yep. <laughs> it was arrested. Well, there, maybe it's for it may be yeah. for the people reading the article. They're like, they what? It's almost they, like it doesn't chair? make sense. And again, yeah. like I said, I am going to be charitable. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just trying to be able yes. to give my flow and thoughts as freely as possible. Because last time I tried to do this, I kept getting caught. Well, it wasn't last time, but the time before that, I kept screwing it up and then stopping and it doesn't <laughs> make for a good uh, as far as I'm concerned that is uh, soft censorship yeah. uh, Ezra Miller was arrested for assault on Hawaiian Tuesday so it says the karaoke <laughs> they were at karaoke time they're talking about it he keeps getting out on these like small amounts of like $500 yeah, like that's very minimal for like he probably carries that around in his pocket I am sure yeah um, so I, I just don't know if I uh, what his they're going to do is so like pitiful just the look in his eyes he's very that smirky top one. he's very the lower smirky. one he's very smirky so he's like i'm oh, here yeah. He, yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah i'm here again what am i supposed to do uh and then of course they 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 talk about his um his famous incident where he impersonated uh the undertaker uh, uh, with the woman from right. Reykjavik, where he, he, he very lightly choke slammed a woman to the ground. So <laughs> I really do think Extreme that. Extreme restraint in uh, choke slamming a woman um, to the ground. So, I mean, is the idea that. I, I mean, sure, he's thrown a chair at a woman, he threatened a woman at a bar. Uh, he threatened a woman he and a husband. At a, a man uh, in a bar. In a bar. But maybe when you think about how many people he comes in contact on a daily basis, this ratio is still pretty good. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> like. I haven't assaulted anyone yeah, ever. But me neither. But, My ratio is better than I'm, his. I'm just saying, but I'm saying like <laughs> in the grand scheme of things. On um, average, when you're yes. in a bar with Ezra Miller, not he so will bad. not choke slam you. He probably you. will not choke slam you. The, the idea would be that. The odds um, are good. But the I, goods are odd. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I would hope that maybe if you're like, like when his friends hang out with him now, he suggests the bar and they just kind of lightly I'm push the like, conversation. Does he have friends and like any kind of support system that would, he seems like he's just totally alone out there and yeah like, just getting into more of these situations all the time i i feel spiraling like it feels like a spiral yeah. like like he's spiraling to me and like at this point what the hell can warner brothers do because remember all his stuff that's got he's got coming out are all warner brothers properties he fantastic beast just came out yet like last weekend oh my gosh uh yeah. to 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 know to a movie that nobody cared about it made like 43 million dollars yeah. and it's a harry potter based Based franchise uh, and it says he was pretty yeah so this other article talks about this but I also have this article from uh, we got this covered that says DC fans don't see how Ezra Miller has a future as the flash I don't see how the studio has uh, any is going to have any choice soon and have to actively remove him yeah. so it says F Ezra Miller cast Grant Gustin as the flash reshoot Ezra scenes that's never going to happen this movie I think this movie's already pretty much done uh, this one's getting done. They could absolutely find a way, maybe uh, in a post-credit scene, uh, to use the Flashpoint paradox to change out what he looks like. Uh, theory, I, don't know. The, the death I think they need to just get it out and just wash their hands of it. The, the death of creativity. With. So it says uh, the Flash has already been delayed for five years. Well, I mean, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> oh, oh, here this is interesting. This person says, "Where is a greater than that?" What that stands for is um, accountability over entertainment, which is a phrase championed by um the guy who played cyborg mm. in the in the those movies who took a uh, great issue with walter hamada and jeff johns who run the studio because he felt that they uh they did not uh, treat him fairly along with joss whedon when they were making the ray fisher uh when they were making the justice league movie so he started hashtagging everything with a greater than e because 
accountability is more important than entertainment, which to me, uh, whenever I say that, I said it's not enough to just not be an activist. I am actively anti-activist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, entertainment over accountability. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, and in, in Hollywood, the idea of uh, entertain uh, of accountability being greater is laughable because that's just not how Hollywood works. Accountability or what they say is accountability is their entertainment. Just yes. Depersoning and dogpiling. Bro, he got arrested twice. What do you want from us us fans to do? Not watch the Flash movie? We weren't planning to anyways. Oh my so this guy is not... Um, I'm more likely to watch it just because of all I'm the drama. I'm kind of amused, yeah. It'll be hilarious if he yeah. like if the movie turns into like him... Because he's going to be saving women in the movie. It's just like great like, material This is me. very, very... Uh, like uh, he, he will truly be uh, like a great actor if he can show himself like... like Choke slamming men to it's protect impressive. women, yeah. Uh, like running, like, you know, running very flash fast to protect women that he would never be able to protect. But he in needs the real to world. start method acting yeah. that he wants to save women. Like and this in would the real fix world, this whole problem. Yeah. Maybe it turns method acting extreme. Yep. Dedication Mads, to, the, to the craft. Mads Mickelson was wrong. We need uh, we yes. need Ezra Miller to start uh, method acting so in real life. Change his whole life. Turn yep. it all around. If, yep. he, if he could just try to be the Flash in the real world uh, and just live up run to those, really fast. Live up to those ideals that these uh, that these characters are supposed to represent. Uh, it says Ezra Miller is not well. This is a pattern of violent behavior. Mm. This continued behavior isn't just me saying they should be taken off uh, future Flash projects. I'm saying they need to get serious help. Exactly. Which is a very, very like honest, fair, and uh, reasonable it's take from someone. Yeah, it is. Uh, they're not saying that they don't want him to do well in life. They're saying that maybe for his own for their own self-interest or for their own interest it would be good for them to maybe take some time away from what they're doing uh and try to sort these issues out and we're like we poke fun and i am poking fun and i i don't mean to be super disrespectful but i, I do think there is a certain point where it becomes beyond parody uh and it's like i can't not make these jokes yeah. right like i i imagine the like somebody needs to do a thing with like him the flash like running through a furniture store and then <laughs> running through a bar uh, and, and just having him like in chairs go flying and hit people. Uh, it's just, fertile uh, ground for memes, yeah. for sure. Uh, this, uh, okay, so here's another thing. How has, um, like, is this something Saturday Night Live would make fun of? The mm. I would hope so. Uh, the show uh, Ezra Miller like uh, running really fast to go throw a chair at somebody. <laughs> running really fast to go to a bar. Maybe he got like uh, interrupted at a bar and he has to run really fast to the next bar. Yes. And that's where all the stuff takes place. Gotta hit all the bars in Hawaii to throw chairs at <laughs> individual <laughs> women. And what's up with Hawaii? Why, why does he hate Hawaii so much? I don't much? know. He needs to leave Hawaii. Yeah, this he is a problem like, area for him. <laughs> this doesn't work well. It's well, Iceland wasn't any better to be fair. It's oh, islands. Something about islands. He's just switching climates and yeah, it's, he can't it's getting him it. all frazzled. Yeah, we need to get him on dry land yes. we <laughs> yeah, need to get man. him in like continental the, u.s the so middle like of america sensory deprivation tank yes. maybe that iowa. would be a, mm -hmm. yeah, a iowa thing. deprivation tank yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh right. idaho iowa any ohio, of those yeah. middlings mm -hmm. those middle states where he yeah. can uh make him run through cornfields and yes. stuff like that decompress the solution <laughs> the solution is so much more than recast ezra miller and delay the flash this is a recurring thing and they seriously need some kind of help stop thinking about stupid superhero mo for movies for five seconds oh they are thinking of the superhero movies they're also thinking of the uh the political the, the socio-political backlash that comes from uh holding someone who is of a protected class yep. to account I mean, no disrespect again, but he needs to be held. They need to be held to account Ezra for their actions. I think.
think that that's part of the reason that the Hawaii police are also treating him yeah. with kid gloves. That's why his bail is so low. No one is going to touch this just because he identifies as this certain thing. Yep. So at what point can we stop saying this isn't actually a victim status? This is like you are the what, winner. In what culture. about his victims? Mm, exactly. What about that poor chair? What about yeah, the poor what about woman? The poor lady? What about the the lady at the bar? What about what the about the owner of the bar? What yeah. about the husband and wife that he threatened? Uh, I'm just like this is common sense, people. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've stayed mostly silent on this, but there has gone, but this has gone too far. Ezra Miller needs to be fired from all current projects, and the Flash needs to be recast. Yes, it's obvious they're going through a severe mental health crisis, but it's not an excuse. Correct. I mean, all of these takes are reasonable. Every single person here that's given these takes, like you think these are hot takes, they're all like respecting the pronouns. They're all being very cordial in how they're doing this. Right. They're just saying he needs help right mm -hmm. now. 100%. Uh, Having checked, having choked out a fan in Iceland two years ago, and then being arrested in quick succession in the space of weeks, dumping the perks of the wall, dumping the perks of being a Wallflower alum from the most high-profile gig of their young career, almost certainly wouldn't be conducive to arresting such a worrying slide. Uh, such a worrying slide, putting all parties in a delicate but potentially very sticky position. No, I think right now the only people, like only Warner Brothers, is in the sticky position. His sticky position is self is self-created is created by yep. is is been imposed on by uh, their own actions uh, as far as i'm concerned the studio is the one being put in the in the sticky position because of social pressure yeah uh well the flash is guaranteed to hit theaters is scheduled most likely with miller in the lead the question of what comes next will be getting sooner rather than later uh, especially with new boardroom style uh yeah they, they've got david uh, oh no, not david yeah zaslav over at warner discovery who's going to be taking a far more hands-on approach to how they handle this type of thing they could do some clever marketing where like he, he's not at any of the premieres because they say he's already run really fast to the next premiere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just pretend he's dashing around. Yes, the, he's there. He's just already been there and gone because of the speed force. Fast. It's true. Um, <laughs> I, think I, that's, it. I think that's what they need to do for this. I, I feel bad for everyone involved in this situation, but it's like this is what they pay the studio execs the big bucks for. Yep. When you wonder why like they make millions of dollars, it's because this some dude is pulling his hair out uh, in a boardroom right now and his publicist is like writing these furious notes not and they have like no idea like they're, they're rewriting it nine times because they don't know how to uh, they keep screwing up the pronouns because they don't understand it at the studio level they don't get it this is exactly why executive level people get paid the big mm -hmm. bucks because their jobs are stressful i totally get it they make more money they got more stress sorry that's the yep. way it goes <laughs> a lot of people don't like that take i, I agree uh wholeheartedly well, I, I it's the way of the world if yeah. ezra is gonna get fired from the flash uh he doesn't have a future as the flash how is he going to have a future anywhere else if he knows that if everyone now knows that he's difficult yeah. to work with and an interesting you know, unstable all the time it, how is he going to get a job anywhere else he's it, kind of like cornered himself off into this role yeah an interesting idea uh, about that is that these uh, a, a lot of people who are um, on their, their side of the socio-political socio spectrum don't really believe uh, very heavily in redemption, but this would be a great redemption arc if he was to turn his, his life, uh, uh, their life around and be, uh, you know, kind of get back on the ball as far as their mental health uh, and pull around and become very, very professional in their career. And careers have survived 
far worse yeah, than what true. we're seeing here. It's just the quick nature in which it's happening, mm-hmm. and the in the scope of the role he's playing makes it uh, you know easy to talk about. But it's not like there aren't careers that have have gone through much worse. It just may take time um, away from the spotlight. I think he might end up being one of those people who is genuinely uncancelable. I don't know if you guys have ever seen. I'm thinking more of political figures, but there are people out there who seemingly cannot be canceled. Mm. I think they just it's keep coming because back. Because he's mainly guilty of like physical violence, and these days, that is less cancelable than Thought saying crime. bad words. Right. So. Yeah. So as long as he doesn't say the wrong thing, he should be okay. And isn't <laughs> yeah, that isn't true. that like the most messed up? thing to ever isn't yeah, that he like, speaks those... with his fists yeah that sounds right yeah which is apparently okay these <laughs> it's days not good. <laughs> it's a it's a searing indictment on today's society yeah. that is for sure <laughs> it is all right okay black china's mom tokyo tony threatens judge i'm gonna get that judge so this was in the kardashian black china uh case that's going on right now involving rob kardashian so uh black china's mom tokyo tony what a name by the way uh, that is this is a fantastic name um uh i don't know okay uh her mom may have uh taken her displeasure with the judge uh, too far because she allegedly threatened him in her daughter's trial against the Kardashians. Tokyo went off on the judge while live streaming Tuesday on Instagram from just outside the courthouse where the civil case is underway, she says. Now, we covered this yesterday. Uh, I co- Well, we, we covered what I thought was a very funny segment where um, a bunch of the jury selection was going on and they said they couldn't... Uh, they couldn't concentrate on the trial because they that, had seen that, a that very specific would just be repeating yeah, be like in their mind in over mind. and over. Oh, they gross. would be too distracted. <laughs> I, I think that some very clever people who had no interest in being on jury duty were like, I know how I can I know how I can get uh, off I I know how I can get, get off jury <laughs> duty <laughs> very Hilarious, easily. Right. Um and the and the way to do that would be to say that you may or may not have seen um Kim Kardashian's tape, Infamous tape that we now know may or may not have a second tape that nobody can prove Gosh. does or doesn't exist. They're gonna need a jury Gosh. that skews older to get anybody yeah. who doesn't have an opinion on the Kardashians. I've never days. seen it to be fair. The person who the person who did that from yesterday, remember, that said was seemed to be in his late fifties or yeah, 60, he was in or, his sixties. I think yikes. he was like sixty-six years old. So he had his Viagra. He saw that tape. <laughs> Ready to go. Uh, yeah. So it says uh, this could. So, so it says uh, Tokyo went off in the judge while live streaming Tuesday on Instagram from just outside the courthouse where the civil case is underway. She says, "I'm gonna get that judge." She's reacting to the judge booting her from the courtroom earlier in the day. This could be extremely problematic for Tokyo. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Yeah. I'm assuming that's what it is. Uh, Because uh, even an oblique threat against a judge is taken very seriously by law enforcement, especially after attacks against judges and their families increased measurably in the last few years. I can't imagine why that happened. I'm not sure. I do remember one case in New Jersey where the this guy dressed up as like a UPS driver. And oh he, yeah. Remember that? Case? I remember that. That was dark. I thought it was I a FedEx driver. Was. Uh, uh, it, it was, but yeah, like just went to the door, to the door and yeah. that, that, that seemed like a, it was going to be this very big thing. And then it just kind of disappeared out of the news yeah, cycle weird. fairly quickly. Strange, yeah. I love the still of her, by the way, she yeah. looks intense. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I've been, I, I've been doing the, uh, like the, the, whoever takes pictures of her does her no favors, <laughs> like in the media, like uh, it's no, it's, it feels concerted. Like I, cause I'm like, I was doing the thumbnails today. I was getting, started on it and i was like 
I was like, there's not, like, they're all purposely posting, like, these, like, you have to, like, type in more sub, you know, sub words. Like smiling. Like or smiling whatever. or happy or, like, like otherwise all of them, like, look like they're going out of their way to make her look manic. <laughs> That's funny. I've uh, noticed Gavin Newsom, you cannot find a bad picture of that man. Funny how that He's works. He's like a Ken doll. He really is. She's the opposite, it looks like. And so it <laughs> says, thing. uh, and I, like, the sad thing is that's not her fault. Like, that's the, that's the outlets doing that yeah, to her that are, nice. like... Because, you know, when, you, when you're posting a specific topic... Why do topic, you think they're biased towards the Kardashian-Jenners instead of Black China? Um, bigger names? Bigger names, Must more be, money. Yeah. Uh, or or they're a proven commodity that will last long after, mm-hmm. um, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, it, could be, it could be less deep than that. It could just be they picked their narratives on each one, and this is who they've picked, have picked on this one. Pick so it says, uh, in Monday's rant, Tokyo called out the entire Kardashian-Jenner clan, hurling profanities, laughing hysterically, claiming the family looked dead, and comparing Kris Jenner to the bad guy from the movie Saw. So Kris Jenner looked like Jigsaw. Wow. Um, Tokyo's initial video is addressed. (laughs) It's very rude. That is rude. That is very rude. As far as I'm like, I I wonder about like stuff like this because I I was interested about the threat and whether she'll be like uh, reprimanded or held to account uh, or if they'll be able, she'll be able to wave it off with a, (laughs) I was just kidding. Mm. You know, that's probably what will end up happening. But it says, uh, as we've told you, uh, Black China sued her ex, Rob Kardashian, his entire family back in 2017, accusing the Kardashians of getting her and Rob's reality series, Rob in China, canceled for what Black China claims was a personal vendetta. And now it's gone to court. I don't know how you prove that it was personal. Um, This headline is sending me. Which Black one? China's mom, Tokyo Tony, denies threatening judge. I do comedy. Yes. Shocked her, co- her comment up to her comedy shtick. Love that. You know what? Big Commit fan to of, your bit, girl. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Very big <laughs> fan of working shtick into any sentence, to be completely honest. Love it. Uh, it says, uh, Black China's mom denied threatening the judge, presiding over her daughter's trial against the Kardashian-Jenners, and instead chalked her comment up to her comedy shtick. Tokyo Tony said that one of her Instagram accounts Wednesday that on one of her Instagram accounts, she's got multiples, that despite uh, the fact that she vowed to get the judge during a live stream, nobody heard her threaten him. Maybe she meant get the judge a coffee yeah, or get the probably. judge a latte, get the judge tickets to Disney World. There's a lot of things <laughs> you could get a judge. You don't necessarily have to mean it's something negative. So I'm just saying. It's true. not specific. They, I agree. Could have said, uh, get, get the judge could mean anything. Yeah, true, true. The, it's like those memes. Like, we'll never know their motives. We'll, we'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> uh, just, I <laughs> I do sets. I, do you know? Uh, I, I can ask you, Lydia. This. What does it when they put S I C in? In uh, that's how she pronounced it. Okay, it's just the it's so so. She wrote will, this out. Right. She probably did a typo there. Yeah. And, so someone wrote just, it wrong, and the person who's quoting them doesn't want the, yeah. the blame to be placed on them. They're okay. Like, this person messed this up. Not I me. do sets are comedy, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I will continue. That nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to stop my movement, but this right here would her not movement. be served. Something would not get contempt. She wrote in a rambling post. Wow. That was uh, by the way. That was a, a hot take from the or that was that was a, a low blow from uh from uh page six they're calling it a rambling post that's very the, rambling the court like court <laughs> what I, like a quart of milk yeah they're saying that she said it so how could she are they t- maybe it was voice to text. voice to text i bet that okay it. so I, I do like uh, uh i mean it's like a quart of milk room yeah, uh, uh, she was gonna get him some milk. So yeah, she's gonna get him. Get what is her judge. movement? I want to know what it is because uh, I'll join the Sue the Kardashian movement. Yeah, I mean, that I'm honestly. you know I'm on board. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I'm on board. I I, I give I give Kim a lot of love on this show. Yeah, I, you do. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. Weird. 
<laughs> Each their own, I suppose, Brett. You're allowed. Tony, 50, claimed that she waited in the bay while her daughter, 33, faced off against the reality TV family, but was admonished when she took when she put one foot out. They said that, wait, wait, say, it says, they say you can't go in there because they feel threatened. That's what I got. I don't get it, she alleged. Uh, page six reported Tuesday that the judges banned Tony after she went on social media and uh, social media tirade about the Kardashians, attacking their appearances and co- and comparing them to the characters from the movie franchise. Oh, saw. Wow. The powerhouse. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give him that. The powerhouse family attorney family attorney claimed that they felt unsafe in light of Tony's videos. I think that that oh, is please. extremely lawyery. Uh, shti- that that's, that's the lawyer, lawyer shtick. Yep. Yep. That, that, <laughs> so she's got her comedy shtick. The lawyer's got his lawyer shtick. The Kardashians have their PR shtick. Good on that. Uh, the judge has his judge shtick. Everyone's got their <laughs> shtick here. And that's what's important. So Miss Jenner was worried about her physical safety. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Michael Rhodes told the judge, uh, adding that the case was already hard enough with high-profile clients, but even harder when they have to worry about them. China's attorney, uh, Lin Siani, uh, agreed that Tony should be excluded from the court. Well, yeah, she probably might think that she's making a bad impression. Yeah, she's on, not, yeah. not, not doing her any favors. She's not really yeah. helping either side. So it says, what... Okay, it says in a follow-up video released Wednesday, Tony said she did not understand why her colorful commentary about the appearances would frighten them. <laughs> "Quote: One of them bitches was scared," he said. "I didn't Whoa. do nothing but talk about their effing clothes and look like and, and they look like crackheads and they still do, okay? It ain't got nothing to do about the case. I've been talking about these bitches forever. It's comedy." Okay, that's hilarious. Why am I on her side like I 100% though? Yeah. I think they should hire her to do like uh like <laughs> she is funny. I as love like her in, do they have intermission in court? They should have she should have like a like a halftime show. Yeah, like a yeah, halftime show. Yeah, halftime show. Yes. <laughs> like halfway through the trial she <laughs> comes roast. in and gives a roast. I love it. I love uh, it. so it it's it kind of boggles my mind cuz it's like Tony you've outdone yourself. <laughs> to- I, I think I'm I think I'm on Tokyo Tony's side just a little bit here. I will say I think that she might be being a little bit selfish with this. She sounds like this is upsetting her and she's letting it affect her daughter's case possibly. Oh yeah, cuz she needs to think about. We're like making a joke of it now yeah. and, mm-hmm. and public opinion does her matter. She's probably like really annoyed with her right now. Yeah. Black China oh, so this is a uh, an other art this other article is from the night just from yesterday. It says uh, Black China's battle with the Kardashian Jenners continued in court on Tuesday with the model claiming they used their influence to cancel her short-lived show Robin China. I don't know anyone that watched Rob Never heard of that, was ever. the pitch of it canceled or did it actually I, start and then it, was, it, got it actually canceled. started and got canceled mm. uh the famous family rebutted those claims via their legal team alleging that they were trying to protect rob kardashian from an abusive relationship so they <laughs> took issue with uh they're saying that she was abusive to him mm. uh paid okay so it says uh, Linciani claimed that Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, Kra- Kylie Jenner, and Kris Jenner not only conspired to cancel Robin, uh, Robin China after its first season, but also allegedly, allegedly tried to cover it up. Hmm. China wanted to bring the real back into reality TV, and a real relationship has its ups and downs, she argued. Chris, uh, Chris Jenner falsely told them, the network executives in production, that China beat the crap, uh, the S, out of Rob's face and asked to take her off the show. Wow. China is suing the family for more than $40 million of lost earnings and more than $60 million in future earnings. She claims that the Kardashian Jenners used the media machine to defame her and, inter- and interfered in her contract. So here's a question. We're going to talk about um, Johnny Depp later uh, in Podluck. But is there something to be said about uh, so uh, she, they're saying that she's in that that 
Jenner went straight to the studio executives and said these things that she's saying are lies, whereas Johnny Depp lost his uh, his work because of uh, what he says are lies printed in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps the Jenners, who are the perhaps the most PR and media savvy people in the world, wouldn't need would have leaked that to the press first and then gone to the studio execs if that if that had been what actually happened possibly so i will say that when the kardashians are up against you the odds are that you're not going to win which has got to be kind of frustrating i kind of understand where uh, tony's coming from you're definitely uh chances of winning the like uh the, against the Kardashians are very, very low. Slim to none. Um, if so you can, comedy if, is your last resort. Right. Yes, exactly. It's uh, what is it? Uh, sarcasm is the refuse of a shallow mind. Well, no, you know. not in this not case. Yeah, not in the, not in this case. When you're going up against the media machine that is the gazillion dollar Kardashian empire, yes. you don't really have uh, you know in the way like you know, and these people are all millionaires, but you're just not that level of millionaire right. uh, mm-hmm. where you're going to be able to take them on. Uh, and likely you're not going to look as come out looking as good as they do, which they always seem to manage Very to, to yeah. pull off. Yeah. So as we know, Kim is already back in, uh, in the good graces of the public. It seemingly after uh, the whole incident with the, you know, just get up and go work comments that people took oh, issue yeah. with. That was like less than 24 hours of outrage. She's just, she's kind of a wizard. She just, <laughs> she's just gone. Yeah, she's gone. Off her back. She she can make it go away. She can. Magical. Okay. Gal Gadot. Gadot. The T is pronounced. Yes. Gal Gadot to sing and dance as Snow White's evil queen. Oh. Now, I, I was going to phrase this as um, uh, accomplished John Lennon cover artist Gal Gadot <laughs> is going to sing and dance as the Snow White's evil queen. Uh, because, uh, as we know, she is already famous for her illustrious singing voice. Her bathroom acoustics. Her, her bathroom acoustics. Mm-hmm. So what I want them to do, before we get into this, is I want her to sing that song and have it be completely meta and just cut to her perform to that song on air. Yes. Uh, and just, just do it. I love it. Um, full disclosure, I am a humongous fan of, of Gal Gadot. I like her. I, I think that she has uh, enough charisma that she can survive every bad role that she may ever get. She is, uh, all she has to do is is give you the worst performance in the world and she smiles and it just disappears. She's, she has, I like her, yeah. She is, uh, there's, a, there's something that I talk about a lot. I, I talked about it when we reviewed um, Father Stu about the the young lady who played uh, his love interest that, in that. Oh, like, I know what you mean. That quality of warmth. There is the yes. I say there yeah, is. Yes. You cannot teach warmth. You cannot yes. do it. It is. It has to embody in your face, mm-hmm. in your posture, in your being. But and I don't think you can authentic? fake it. I don't know if it's I, if it's if you can fake it. Then I st- then I'm in the same camp. They say Amber Heard faked it. I never bought it from Amber Heard. She always came across. Well, Johnny Depp did. The, the, well, no. some people do. Guys, the, especially charm is deceit. Yes, yeah, as they uh, say. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Pretty at the very lady. least, from a non-person, from from the uh, from the perspective of somebody who's not going to have any chance of dating these people, <laughs> right? Uh, the ability to convey strong warmth. Which is I maybe maybe it's because it's inherently tied to the the feminine nature of women, which is inherently tied to relationships. Uh, the, the idea of maybe co-parent uh, of being a parent. Yes. I don't know. I'm 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 just digging deeper into something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think there's something to be said that warmth will get you a long way if you can project it in a meaningful and honest way, whether it is oh, real okay. or not. Like using warmth to 
procures more like security. Yeah. And I, absolve yourself of anything I, you're I, guilty of in other people's eyes. Yes. Uh, I watched her as uh, she played a villain in um, the Re in Red Notice, which is a, mm. uh, an aggressively average or below average movie <laughs> on Netflix starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I, will always, I, I, I prefer to call him The Rock, but I think he prefers his real name. <laughs> uh, the Rock is copyrighted. Uh, uh, so him, those two, and her, and she plays like a bad guy in the movie. And I just, I can't, I just don't you can't buy it. That's yeah. the, she like, might be a little typecast because she strikes me as being unique in that she comes across as very dignified and self-possessed, which are qualities that I personally very much respect. Yes. That might be why I like her. Not so much for even for how she looks. Although she's, of course, very beautiful. She's about my height, which I think is awesome, too, because I like tall people. Um, they understand the struggle. Um, but Military she, veteran. Yeah, two, she's in the military. Two years in the IDF yeah, uh, yeah. because uh, conscripted military service is a requirement in Israel. Also, it. Miss Israel. Um, yes. She uh, was which, Miss Israel. Uh, yeah. So it says... So uh, funny. Uh, for those who have grown up watching Walt Disney's animated classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, well, that's that's problematic now, uh, as we will talk. As we've learned. As we've learned. Oh, we can mention that here, too. It says, they have missed the part of the evil queen. Uh, they, missed the, they, they may have missed the part where the evil queen broke out into song and dance number just before setting off to poison the girl with skin, with skin white as snow. Uh, in Disney's new live-action retelling of their groundbreaking 1937 movie, uh, Gal Gadot will, uh, will be taking on the role of Snow White's evil royal stepmother opposite Rachel Zegler. Rachel Zegler does not project warmth does not project kindness and does not project any of those things uh in my humble opinion does she have snow white skin though no she's um um why did they cast her as snow white then because nothing matters anymore oh my gosh it's, I, I, so i'm over it uh 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 Haley Berry as uh Halle Berry? no no way. Ha Haley that's her name Holly? right Haley Haley Berry Haley Haley Bieber uh what's no her? no Halle Berry no no the other right? one the other one I don't uh something one. Haley uh, she's a, a young actress. Mm, um, I don't know these. Young do you actresses. mean from Chloe and Holly? Maybe. Um, Thought it was Holly. It's like Halle Bailey or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like a ripoff of Halle Berry. Right? From, I don't know. <laughs> I think she's from a duo called Chloe yeah, and Halle. She's oh, okay. uh, she's going to be um, uh, the mermaid from The Little Mermaid. She's yes. Ariel. Uh, Yes. So Corrupt. nothing. All, none of that. None of that matters anymore. I'm over it. I don't care about Disney. I don't care about their casting choices. Whatever. But Rachel Zegler has kind of proven herself to be kind of annoying uh, on social media, mm. uh, in a lot of ways. So that's not important. But Gal Gadot on the uh, Gadot on the other hand uh, is effortlessly um, charismatic and warm and awesome. So I, I will uh, listen to her sing. And maybe because she's evil, what they can do is they can they can break from expectations, make the singing bad on purpose. <laughs> yes. Don't make it good. That'd be Le hilarious. Like, because they'll dub her. It seemed like what they did with Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast. It was like terrible. So yeah. Well, that's, and I then also uh, Camila Cabello in uh, Cinderella. She sounded terrible too. I don't know what they think. But I thought doing. she's a singer. She is a she singer. Is, they, yeah. just, they just, made it, they, they just made it awful. <laughs> so, it, it, there is something to be said about like, you know, like why is it that this person who is just supposed to be living a regular life sounds like a Tony Award winner? <laughs> it says, well, Godot uh, has been more of an action star on screen, whether as the Amazonian Diana Prince in the DCEU, peeling out in the Fast and the Furious franchise. I almost I forget sometimes that she was part of oh, that. Yeah, what the heck? Uh, or getting caught up with Dwayne... <laughs> 
Dwayne Johnson and Red Nose. Her upcoming role as Snow White, uh, we'll be seeing her doing a little bit uh, of what led to ridicule back at the start of the COVID pandemic. Oh, they reference it here. Yeah, they do. Okay, so it says, them. <laughs> uh, I love it. It's fun. I get to do something different. I get to sing and I get to dance and I get to play the villain, which is something I've never done before. Uh, she was kind of a villain in, in Red Nose, but she's more of like, a, they're all kind of bad guys in that movie. Gotcha. Uh, and it's the first Disney villain, and it's the first Disney villain ever. I really enjoyed working with all the people involved with Mark Webb directing and Mark Platt. Two Marks with a C in one production? Ugh, why? What? <laughs> that, that just feels wrong right. to me. I, that doesn't, that's not right. Uh, so Mark Platt and Mark Webb, both with Mark, uh, maybe they're probably wearing Mark Jacobs while doing this. Yeah, no this. doubt. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was watching a meme. I, uh, this is completely off topic where like a guy posts a thing where he finds Mark Jacobs at like a, at, at like a thrift store and a guy posts like, well, Mark uh, responds is, Oh, well that makes sense. Cause Mark Jacobs gets a lot, gives a lot of oh, clothes to one. charity <laughs> yeah. because he grew up really, really poor uh, like, and he never really? wanted to forget what he comes to. He's like, really goes, no, I was lying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, really? That's amazing. He goes, yeah, I was lying. Yeah, but... totally. Man, just <laughs> enjoy lying. <laughs> right. Uh, so, it's, uh, she, so she loved to work with actress Rachel Zegler. It's just a great experience, and I really, really enjoy it. And the evil queen is very evil, so it's going to be interesting. That's a, an interesting thing, because we've been talking a lot recently about how a lot of times they don't let women characters be evil anymore. They have to be redeemable, or they have to be evil because of, you know... A man. Because man. Of some, a man made them evil. A man's... Uh, they, they had a man's, and the man's made them evil. Uh, and that's what's happening, because you can't just... So boring. Um, you know, because uh, women are never evil, uh, despite the fact that uh, right now, uh, one of the hottest trends, which we were talking about earlier, yeah. is real life women who true do crime awful things. True female villains. Dude, so many. And so if, bad. And awful, if anything is a press. true crime, it is the performance of Imagine that they gave. That's right. But <laughs> since it wasn't just her, it might be conspiracy charges and not... <laughs> Because there was more than her it's involved. More than just her. Yeah. implicated we in that might, one. We may need to use RICO charges to bring them down yes. for, for that <laughs> performance. Them all taken down. Uh, <laughs> so it says, but then they talk about how, uh, yeah, it says, of course, many people remember Godot appearing online collaborative effort that saw her and several other stars running through a rendition of John uh, Lennon's Imagine <laughs> back when the pandemic was forcing so countries painful. into long time. Look, I, I get that people hated it and I hated it too and it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen but they're they're disconnected they're, they don't understand you gotta kind of pat them on the you head you can't just treat them like pets they're, they're children I, I kind of just look at it as like <laughs> look they're 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 she thought she was doing something I, I do I don't always do this but because this is my show and I can do this I uh, I can base on intentions and I don't think she You're had simping I you're I'm a, simping. You're you're getting deceived by her warmth. <laughs> well, that's um. There's nothing mediocre about her, so <laughs> she's pretty top notch. I'll give um, her that. But this but, was a little. I was she, disappointed that she did that. She is the one. Uh, Mary so kindly introduced me as to what simp stood for, which I had no idea that those were an, those were it's an acronym. Uh, that those were that was an acronym not that long ago. And so might not be decent. I to might say be a, it on the pod. I might be a sucker. <laughs> Look it up on urgent urban. Yes, Mary. I might be a sucker, and I might be. Uh, idolizing. idolizing but it is not mediocre i assure you <laughs> so you know i i, like I get it you out. would know i, I can i can say that it is most likely not mediocre <laughs>
There you go. Okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe it is. I don't know. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> so I, I, I would like to give her the benefit of the doubt, but, th- but here we go. This comes back to personality. I'm not giving Mark Ruffalo the benefit of the oh, doubt. Screw no. that guy. Uh, uh, that, that guy can eat it. Like, I don't give a crap. So, uh, well, it's an uplifting moment for some. There were plenty who aired the opinion on the internet that it was nothing but a cringe fest. Hopefully her vocal turn in Snow White fares better. They even made a joke of this in the movie Red Notice where she sings in that movie. And it's very clearly a reference to the fact that she did this. So I can can appreciate that. But there is this curated list I have of people reacting to... Um, oh to the, the performance. <laughs> uh, so some of them uh, is, is very good. It says, love the Imagine video Gal Gadot, po- Gadot posted. It is so heartwarming and the stars who participated are amazing. Real people, no makeup and casual clothes. These are what I would like to call, um, uh, this is your version of a celebrity stan. They, they love the articles that say celebrities. They're just like us. Yeah. Like, they just eat that shit. My, my favorite that. is like how during the pandemic, whenever they would have to do like interviews in their living rooms, their inner, their, their, their living room backdrop would be like greater, better looking than most people's houses yeah. could ever look <laughs> yep. because they live in these. Or they're like in their jacuzzi. Yeah. yeah. So like, Please. that's why it says it delivers a powerful message. Uh, actually deliver that song delivers an Stay awful message. And save lives. Yes. Oh my gosh. Just be like us. The, 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 the of all the celebrities singing Imagine is so cursed and dramatic, I only got 50 seconds in before I had to free myself from it. <laughs> yeah, mood. <laughs> uh, and these are these are very uh, um, tame takes. Uh, it's just, 15 seconds, good for you. Yes, he made it that. that I, <laughs> I, 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 I cringed very heavily when I saw it. It says, everyone, things are crap at the moment. Hey, celebrities, what if we all sing Imagine at you? Everyone, please, please don't. don't. <laughs> uh, and, and they're right. No Honestly. politician can unify people in the way that the Imagine video seems to have united every single person against it. Yep. Uh, and that is uh, the essential tone of like, what if they use that song? In the movie, and they have her sing that That'd song. So good. It, it wouldn't actually. Or just roll credits, and it's Imagine. <laughs> that's it's like how can villain we... music, honestly? That, no, that's what they're doing. They're like, you know what? Like we love, like people just love Gal Gadot. How are we going to turn people against her? I know. Imagine. Uh, we can we can do this, <laughs> and they literally take her audio from that recording. They can dub it, and, and use that audio, warts and all. Uh, <laughs> and and then it'll be fantastic. So that's a great idea. I hope they do that. I'm looking forward to this now. I am. Uh, I I am excited to see this movie. Uh, for her role, not because I want to support Disney. Uh, I will not sail the high seas to get it. There, there's also another great meme the other day that it says like when a, it's a picture of Johnny Depp in the first frame and says when a video game is too expensive for me to buy and he slowly morphs into Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> it, it. Incredible. So. Uh, I think she will offset a lot of the um, Godot will offset a lot of the kind of uh, negative attention that Zegler has uh, managed to get. Not to mention, they could have just cast properly in the first. Place yeah, that would have helped. Not, well, we, or not even just that, but the 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 fact that they're not doing dwarves, that they're doing magical creatures because of Peter Dinklage. What? Well, yeah. yes, Peter Dinklage claimed that the, and I don't have any articles pulled up, which is oh a shame. But gosh. Peter, there was a whole uh, kerfuffle about uh, the fact that. Uh, they were going to qu- cast dwarves, and Peter Dinklage, who clearly knew un- who knew very little about the story or, or didn't understand how uh, much those characters were actually the heroes of the original Snow White telling, said were. that it was stereotypical 
uh, and that they were uh, that it was a harmful stereotype of of people who are members of the uh, and took away jobs community. from seven different individuals who could have used yes. it. Yes, what a jerk! Many many members of that community. Well, wait, what are the replacements? They're going to do like creatures, animated CGI. Yep, things? CGI magical Cringe. creatures. So, what this that is sucks. is <laughs> seven bad. seven. Um, is it? Can we say? Is it dwarves or is it little people? I mean, it's literally. Well, we don't have Snow one here dwarves. to tell us. But yeah. I'm saying one is considered. I, I know that uh, little people dwarf community is considered uh, okay. I believe. I mean, but the condition is literally like dwarfism. Dwarfism. So, yeah. so uh, dwarf. Uh, so, <laughs> but there. So seven actors with that. Uh, who who have that who are born that way are not going to have that role right exactly um seven seven little people will no longer have that role seven people who could have uh come up and become the net all of which could have become the next peter dinklage he doesn't want an competition who is an extremely mm -hmm. famous extremely well known that's the real conspiracy I think yeah. That might be it. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, he, it's pulling the ladder up from under you absolutely um, i hate so, when people do that uh, so that is that is awful that they, that he would do that but I, I don't know if he was saying it from a place of he actually believed that uh, I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know if, if I do in that respect, but we will, we'll have to see down the line. But yeah, they're not going to do the seven dwarves. They're going to do um, seven uh, generically magical creature, creatures created by a bunch of CGI artists. Which, um, I'm so tired of CGI, by the way. Like, I'm over it. Practical practical effects need to make a comeback. It's visually boring. Yeah. Uh, practical effects. Plus, you can't mimic um, the the uh, real the reality of practical effects. Is it it makes it easier for the actor or to they immerse could just, themselves. They could just cast children. Maybe I don't know. Oh, like, yeah, it could work. Um, children are short. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Harder to do when I don't. They have a couple of them have beards. Put fake beards on them. Yeah, there you go. Um, but a lot of times that they won't cast that young is because of uh, just laws. Just like the regulations. Laws yeah. involving work hours. Child labor. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So not that uh, Hollywood has any problem with that type Snow of stuff. Snow White was 13, though, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah, not in the movie. True, so. Not yeah, in the she movie. She was a little older in the movie. Yep. So we will see where it goes, but uh, hopefully the movie comes out uh, better than we expected. And I think uh, <laughs> Gal Gadot in her warmth could play a large role in that. For you, maybe. We'll me. see. We'll see how she pulls it off. She's going to have to work extra hard to make this movie into something good, I think. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. All right. Mike Tyson shares theory that homeless what? people are being kidnapped and hunted by the rich. This is Podluck, by the way. We this is amazing. We are in Podluck. We are in Podluck. We are officially Full in Podluck. Podluck mode. Uh, so Mike Tyson recently shared his rather outlandish theory that homeless people are being hunted by the rich for sport. Let's hear him out. So if anybody remembers, yeah. there is a, uh, <laughs> a well-known movie from the 1930s called Most Dangerous Game, uh, which is about uh, a guy who like m like sinks a yacht on like an island and then hunts down the rich people for sport wow. uh i have not seen it in a very long time i was very young when i saw that movie <laughs> don't ask me why I, I had a unique childhood. Uh, <laughs> I, I loved I loved stuff like that. Oh, that's why you're here now. Well, it's, exactly. I mean, 1930s. <laughs> Uh, it's very different from like the yeah. stuff you'd get for PG-13 now would be like. Uh, was it silent? No. Okay. But recently sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the and the other one. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so last Friday, uh, April fifteenth, the boxing champion joined forces with Joe Rogan for the latest installment of his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. However, things took a turn after Tyson shared his wild theory, saying that he quote really believes the wealthy kidnap homeless people and hunt them down on their private estates. 
Uh, broaching the conversation, Tyson said to Rogan, whatever you think a human being did to another human being, it happened. Whatever it is, it happened. <laughs> I will stop right there and say, yes, he is correct. Horrible things have happened. The way we live now is an anomaly. Yep. Uh, in in throughout history, yeah, yes, absolutely. Exactly. Which so is Joe Rogan's we're like uniquely shielded yeah, from brutality. We really are. Yep, people. Uh, people are pink. They don't understand like how uh, before you were given all the luxuries that you have these today that essentially kind of lower your need to you don't feel the need to be violent because your needs are essentially satiated all and your needs pampered are met. and you're right. pampered and where brutality is happening, it's being hidden in the shadows, right, which I think is his it. point. Maybe mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And like I don't know how deep we want to get into this, yeah, but like this MK really Ultra <laughs> is literally like a confirmed thing, and it did involve kidnapping people. From oh, the, streets, the my so. some of my favorite Rogan interviews are when he does the CIA deep dives with like oh all those people. That's like, like that's a, literally real. That that like is confirmed. These actually happened. Yeah. He says, uh, keen to continue this line of thought, Rogan added. I just love the idea that Rogan's like, oh, yeah, this clip is going to be great. Uh, <laughs> he just right? questioning. Totally <laughs> Weird ranches where people do rituals and shit. Wow. <laughs> Might want to hunt a motherfucker. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, Tyson continued. That's not outside the realm of possibility. Wow. Rogan's dead. Okay, Joe. I, I I really do think that Rogan is just like he's like, oh, I'm through. Tyson's like, oh, I know. That's uh, I know. That's why I'm throwing it at you. And Rogan's like, I don't even care if it's real or not. This Who is going to make for great Be podcast great material. Yeah. He says, I guarantee you, there's been someone somewhere in the world who paid someone to hunt a person. Rogan agreed. Oh, well, I guarantee yeah. you, that's yeah. happened. Um, if we are to believe. That very bad things happened on a very bad island by a very bad person uh, that was recently convicted because of the uh, death of another very bad person. His name rhymes who's, with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with yes. Uh, so um, I had the you know uh, Maxwell Coffee that stuff. Uh, if we're to believe that they, if we're to take the conclusion they had enough to convict a person like that, it is only so far off from that that you could believe that somebody did something far far worse. Oh, yeah. Uh, and when you have that much money and when you're that wealthy, you believe the rules do not apply to you. And you get they bored. Don't. And you get bored. And they don't apply to you. The funny thing is there did there was two Criminal Minds episodes that did something very similar to this. Uh, one of which was uh, a guy who made homeless people uh, fight each other to the death for, for sport. And another one was uh, two brothers... Uh, who like owned a tow truck company would like uh, when people got when women would get stranded or not even just women there was men in the in it too they would release they would drug them capture them and then release them in the woods and hunt them just like that basically and I wow. think the episode was actually titled uh, Dangerous Game so Dark. not not the <laughs> well, well, let's see if you want if you want proof as to why people have these thoughts just the fact that that show was on network TV um, yeah. tells you that these type of thoughts are are fairly common amongst the uh, at least amongst the writing population. It seems where... to be an interesting recurring theme that is kind of unsettling. Yep. Well, you know, when you write for a living, and especially if you write in a in a realm like television or movies where you have to continually push yourself to new limits, mm-hmm. uh, your your brain's going to go places you don't want to go. There's yep. always these funny stories about the people who do research for for like movies and television shows who get like visits from the FBI because of the stuff they have to look up online. Uh, yep. to, like, 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 <laughs> why are you looking up how to 
do to do this really awful thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so and the FBI shows up and they're like, "I'm just for a TV show." So then they take them. So he says, then they take them to the hospital. So they're continuing their train of thought here. It says Tyson began to explain his theory. This is what happens: they take these homeless people off the streets, put them in there, take them one of to on one of those one of those special hospitals. I don't know what those special hospitals are. Then they take them from the hospital, all drugged up, take them to these large estate properties. Let's hunt. Run. Clearly not phased by Tyson's theory, Rogan <laughs> went on to, to cite Richard Connell's story, short story, The Most Dangerous Game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is where the... I, I mean, uh, I'm a... I'm, um, of this generation, I You're didn't read the book. Yourself. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't read. Uh, yes, I, I'm self-paired. No, I, I did not read the book. I, I watched the movie. And what does like, it say about my generation that we did not read? You'll, or watch? you'll watch the TikTok <laughs> short story. Yeah, you'll watch the short version. Uh, <laughs> the one minute, like the because there's people that do that. Do like one minute synopsis. Synopsis of, of yeah, movies, like yeah, where like they a, break it down. Notes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, he says, uh, published in 1924, the story follows a big game hunter from New York City who comes to be hunted by Russian oligarchs for sport on a private island in the Caribbean, or Caribbean, depending on where you're I from. Mean... Brushing over the reference, Tyson uh, asked Rogan whether he knew the only reason he went, uh, the only reason we hunt the fox. Their fur, Rogan questioned, to which Tyson explained, fox is the only one that, back tr- that backs tracks. I don't know what that means. I, I don't, I de- uh, huh. says, that's the only challenging chase. Everything else is too easy, mm. he continued. Uh, so now they say that the fox is the most reasonable animal. Let's try to hunt a try a human animal and see how reasonable he is. <laughs> I just love the idea that like of them having these conversations because um, I, I love Mike Tyson. I feel like there's some puff and pass going on here. Absolutely, I didn't watch the episode, so the, I don't know. I'm guessing that by the I love the picture of Rogan that they got here of him, like eh, like that. That's great. <laughs> I love uh, his face. And honor. And uh, by the way, in honor of of um uh, the this illustrious holiday for for those who will feast <laughs> yeah, for the after those who celebrate. Uh, yes. for, for those of you who celebrate <laughs> 420, I found this article that I never got to co- cover from like a month back. Mike Tyson's weed company is selling edibles in the sh- shape of chewed off ears. Oh my gosh! Great. What? Which is this could have been a great i'm not over it uh, uh t- subject but it's uh yes he bit off evander holyfield's ear right um and so he uh he's mike tyson tweeted he, these ears actually taste good he's got, oh my gosh <laughs> what i love about mike tyson he's got a sense of humor about his own uh about his own life and everything he i, I was telling her earlier he does this thing where like he would write on people's foreheads he'd write words there but he'd write them like with his lisp in, in, uh, <laughs> like great. uh but also there's uh have you ever seen the meme of like mike tyson is <laughs> the top of his upper lip is just all white uh it's clearly from doing about like a bunch of cocaine mm-hmm. it says mike tyson uh after eating a powdered donut at a, <laughs> at, a at a party in the 1980s yeah, that's colorized what he was doing. uh it's it's awesome yep. T- tyson's the man oh yeah so the new gummies are called mike bites oh and they gosh. come in the shape of a chewed on ear Plus, uh, we've got Iron Mike's seal of approval who declared these uh, these ears actually taste good. Tyson's new nibbles come nearly 25 years after he was disqualified from the World Boxing Association Heavyweight Championship for biting off his opponent's, opponent, opponent's ear. Yeah, he is Evander Holyfield. Uh, so it says... <laughs> I just uh, so if anybody um, if this podcast is too much for you, you could buy some mic bites. Yeah, there you go. Uh, they, they, they might <laughs> they'll, help. They'll soothe you right they, down. They could soothe you. <laughs> okay. Um, in more bad news for Harry Potter friends and fr- uh, friends of the Harry Potter franchise, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie could be on the way to save the Wizarding World. This will not save the Wizarding World. Oh. This uh, the the uh, unless she turns it into an actual book and not the screen, uh, not the play, play yeah. th- not the play that was written. That's that's 
utterly off. That's just truly awful. Um, J.K. Rowling is a fantastic author. Uh, uh, she Not the, a playwright. The Harry Potter books, in my opinion, are still fantastic. Uh, they hold up to this day. She can't really write boys going through puberty, but I won't hold that against her. That's not her. Understandable. She wouldn't understand that. that that's <laughs> fine. Um, but in general, those books hold up to this day. They were a cultural phenomenon. But The Cursed Child and pretty much everything after that has been meh. Um, the movies have been, the other movies have been meh, and she's been a writer on several of those. Um, the new one only made $43 million in its opening weekend, which is oh. drastically lower yeah. than the previous two. And uh, on one one after, like one on top of the other, uh, Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2 have made consecutively less money each time. Uh, and this one is on its way to, to doing poorly as well. So it says, recent history has shown that few franchises are truly ever over for good with Hollywood having successful weaponized successfully weaponized nostalgia. That is absolutely true. Mm. Uh, and used it to inject flagging, uh, flagging brands with a new lease on life based on the grim prognosis for the fantastic beast series, a live action adaptation of the Harry Potter and the cursed child would only would be the only way to save the wizarding world. The, uh, and then, so they go down and they talk about how this uh, new one has failed. It says, uh, with that in mind, exhibition and theatrical analysis uh, analyst Jeff Bach revealed to the rap that the best way for the property to restore former glories would be to reunite the original cast and bring the cursed child to life. Well, that's not going to happen anytime soon because Daniel Radcliffe, uh, I have this other article where he says, he says he's done with Harry Potter. And I think he means like more like he may see to it in like 30 or 40 years, like Han, Luke and Leia came back like way later for the star Wars franchise, but that wouldn't be in the timeline for the cursed child. He would need to be doing it fairly soon. And I don't think he wants to, I know these things make money and Hollywood is loath to let go of them because of that. But it's like, at some point, you need to let it die. Mm -hmm. She makes plenty of money off of toys, right. uh, the the live or like the the um, Universal uh, live, you know, the the rides and stuff like that. Harry Potter, the Wizarding World, and everything at Universal Studios does really, really well. Uh, she she does not need to keep making more of this stuff. She could just keep writing her weird like mystery novels or whatever it is she writes under a pen name. Um, and, and do that or she could just, uh, just I like chill and make people mad on Twitter that, more. that's great like, that's whatever. A great, she's really good at that she's the way really you put is, it yeah. it's like the business model is forever soiled for new properties anyway yep. so I don't think anything else is going to come along she's which is why they keep spinning it off she's really good at pissing people off on Twitter just do that yeah, you know, that's you great. Know, it's a good uh, hobby. Do what you're good at. That's what they say. You'll never work a day in your life if you do what you're good at. And that's she right. she does not need to. So Got plenty of money. Yeah. So it says uh so Columbus also said he would love to see Emma Watson. Uh, Chris Columbus was the one who who wrote the who, who directed most of these the the films. Uh here's a fun uh, here's a fun story. I was once at the grocery store and I, I had to I had an item that we have called Columbus, uh, the beef uh, the salami that we buy here. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was like they had to look it up on the like on the thing because the barcode was gone and he has to look up Columbus and he's like, I have no idea why a Harry Potter movie would come up when looking up Columbus. I'm like, he directed the, the first, director. I was like, he directed the Harry Potter movies. He goes, oh, and I'm like, why do I know that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Why do I know <laughs> that? It's like David Yates, Chris Columbus. I'm like, I don't need to know. Like, so I got lucky. I have a job where it actually makes sense to actually just know that stuff. Space in your brain, but in, in general, I have a, I'm 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 fairly dumb, so knowing that isn't helping. Like it's not doing it's anything for room. me. It's not. It's just taking up room. I don't like that. So, uh, okay, so I I don't think that uh, they'll uh, end up doing this if they're smart. Just cut bait and run. I say. Just let it go. Exactly. Okay. 
Amber Heard lost it when Johnny Depp broke her shoe rules. What? Actor testifies. So we're going to, what I've decided to do is we're going to put, because there's so many updates and it's so very clear to me that I, I, I'm less emotionally invested in this because they, they were very clearly both bad for each other. Yeah. And whatever happens of this, it's still the smatter. It's still the, the worries of millionaires. So I, I'm loath to like become overly emotionally invested, but there is stuff to be said about what it means for culture, what it means for uh, what's going on between men and women, all this stuff. But this headline is kind of clickbaity, but not really. Amber Heard lost it when Johnny Depp broke her shoe rules. I'll explain. So first they go on and they talk about when they met, she was too good to be true. As most women and men are when you're in the courting stage of a relationship, you're not portraying your true self. You're portraying what you think the other person, what you think that person wants you to be, which is never a good idea. Uh, But then, um, so things sour over time as they've been known to happen. And he talks about red flags. Depp then testified when he noticed, uh, when he noticed any red flags with Heard. There were a couple of things that stuck in my head. Then I noticed, I thought might be a little bit of a dilemma. He told the jury he worked quite a bit during the the, the relationship Deb said that he arrived home when he arrived her home heard would sit him down on the couch give him a glass of wine he said she would take off his boots and set them aside I have never experienced anything like this Depp told the court most people haven't I actually maybe I'm just distrustful I would find that I, I, that would be a red flag to me that's weird um like even on the first time you would be like yeah this is a red flag maybe more than like, once to me the red flag is that she had to do it as a ritual for herself literally every night like that's it's like ocd weird. it yeah. was not it yeah. had nothing to do with her making him happy it was or, just about her like about her compulsion. uh yeah so the pirates of the caribbean star said uh one night he came home and heard was on the phone he took off his boots but heard then approached upset what did you just do? He cla- he he claimed she asked him furiously. Depp she Depp said he heard told him not to take off his boots and that was her job. Depp said the incident caused him to take a pause. He noted that Heard was visibly shaken and upset when, that he had broken her rules. She sounds controlling and manipulative and very strange. Like, well, it's because it's about controlling his emotional state or what she thinks she's controlling. Manipulative. Yeah. So uh, the, maybe that's maybe this is. Um, evolution but uh but i would be immediately suspicious of this behavior if it had on a more on a regular occasion because uh in the current in current year that type of behavior is just so outside the norm that i wouldn't see it as the as a super especially for somebody who is uh in in the early stages of the relationship if it keeps going on and he's not noticing any other signs i would be suspicious i just would but that's me yeah, I, I don't really like that. That just seems to me very controlling. That looks like just such a clear sign of someone who is taking something small and imposing their rules on you just because they can. It's not about uh, doing something to help him after a no. long day at work. Absolutely it's not. about her completing her ritual, whether it's about uh, her proving to herself that she's a good... Um, I think it might be like Pavlovian training him to only feel relaxed around her or like anxious when he doesn't follow her rules yeah. in general yep. and this was just a smaller expression of that yep so it says that was strange and once you notice something like that you notice other little tidbits that come out and about he mm-hmm. said so that was just very uh that was very telling to me oh, um so weird there was other stuff about how she was so they they were talking about how she was uh suicidal uh when i left our fights so like they that she would threaten that she would hit him 
to get him to stay. We talked about that yesterday. Um, uh, Depp made a shocking claim in court and made his defamation case against Amber Heard, alleging his ex would threaten to kill herself when he tried bailing from their fights. Now, we talked earlier, something that we were going to cover today, but we may cover it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, the, what was the name of the show? The girl from... The girl from Plainville. The girl from Plainville, which is about Michelle... Uh, Carter. Michelle, Michelle Carter, Carter she, who... She basically um, encouraged her then-boyfriend right. to commit suicide I know you're talking about. by yep, carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. And I was bringing up the possibility... I, I was not knowledgeable about the case at the time that was like all in the news in 2017 but i was talking about the possibility that maybe she didn't think he was serious about his suicide threats and like maybe thought he was using it as some kind of manipulation but that seems actually like what's happening with in in this case with with amber heard not not that situation because he followed through on it I think that threatening to commit suicide is probably the highest or lowest, depending on how you look at it, form of manipulation because mm-hmm. that is so selfish. It's so completely callous to how someone else is looking at their own situation. You're like, I will control whether you leave or not, and I will do that by making the ultimate threat. Yep. So it says, uh, so it says the actor on day two of his testimony, and among, among the things he's getting into Wednesday is his and Amber's former dynamic. When the couple were living together, one of the more surprising things he laid out was the notion that Amber was allegedly suicidal. So now the question is, was it, is there actual suicidal ideation there mm-hmm. or is it, uh, used as a manipulation technique? And why, one of the reasons this is such a powerful thing to discuss is even questioning it at all can make you the bad guy. Uh, you can be the bad guy for asking the question, are you doing this to keep me here? Are you doing this uh, then? Because then you're automatically callous because you're not listening and believing. Yeah. Um, which is an issue. So it says, Depp paints a picture of Amber desperately trying to stop him from leaving, alleging she'd get security involved to halt him uh, at the elevator. He even testified that she'd be in hysterics, saying that uh, what he perceived as suicidal remarks, like how she couldn't live without him. Uh, He also said she'd sometimes land on his front doorstep in the middle of the night. This after he successfully exited the scene, shouting from the outside. So like I'm saying, I don't know if I buy that either of them are the, there's no good guys in this relationship. It's just pain and suffering and people who were clearly not meant to be together trying to make it work when it clearly isn't it's like every issue that she had and every issue that he had were just crashing into each other the entire time yeah yes so uh i'm not sure how i feel about the the whole there was a i found something earlier because i was going to talk about uh there was people discussing how she like how she would use his childhood traumas against him I'm meh, but uh, I'm I'm meh because I don't know how uh, easy that stuff is to prove that that's what she was doing on purpose. But also that uh, there was stuff about how he was going through detox while a lot of this was going on. And as somebody who's been through detox, uh, the last thing you would want to ever do is to go through it with somebody who is suffering enough on their own that they're not only uh, not able to, to be there for you, but they can actively use it against you. Um, uh, that you know that their behavior is going to make it worse for you, not better. Uh, that's why you have to remove yourself. Usually, you, you know, somebody like him, he did it privately. He was he can afford to have his detox uh, in his own home right, with doctors can. and nurses. Uh, but the average person cannot afford that. They have to go to a facility to do that, where you're removed from um, outside influences and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I just uh, it's just a it's a mess, and that's what I I came from today was the stuff about uh, them being. 
uh, that her she was like that type of emotional blackmail and everything that's going on there just seems awful to me. Yeah, this relationship really just seems kind of like hell on earth because you're right, no one is really good in this relationship, but it sounds like Johnny Depp had like a history of abuse when he was growing up and he was dealing with coming out of a drug addiction. I would definitely be on his side because he seemed like he was the person who needed support and she was the person who not only wasn't supporting him, she was actively working yeah. against Make, him, manipulating him. Making it worse. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. So we will, the, the this trial is going to be going on for what was it, five or six weeks? Oh my gosh. It's going to be, right, Mary? It's like five or six yeah, weeks. Yeah, there are like five, four or five weeks left. Okay, yeah, it's right so. here, here too. So mm -hmm. we will we will continue to follow this in Podluck and just do kind of maybe like every day just do a little update uh, whenever yeah. one comes out. I hope Johnny wins. Yep. Uh, Andy Circus to direct Animal yeah. Farm adaptation what? from Cinecite for Cinecite. So uh, I I didn't know Orwell was still fashionable uh, in these in these here <laughs> parts. In these circles. Yeah. Uh, so so we will, we will see. So it says the Batman star Andy Circus is set to direct an animated uh, adaptation of George Orwell's classic novel Animal Farm. Very cool. Circus is directing the feature uh, in a, at animation and VFX studio Cinecite who does Riverdance, the animated adventure from the screenplay of Nick Stoller, uh, who did Storks and Captain Underpants. I liked Storks. Okay. The challenging journey to bring this extraordinary story to the screen has been finally rewarded by the opportunity to partner with this brilliant team at Anaventure and Cinecite, Circus said. Together, we hope to make our version of Orwell's ever-relevant masterpiece emotionally powerful and humorous and relatable for all ages. A tale not only for our times, but for generations to come. Yes. I have to be honest, I have read 1984. I have not read Animal Farm. You should. Okay. It's good. Uh, let people know like what they what this would be about. So Animal Farm is basically, it's George Orwell warning about, I believe it's a form of socialism because it's the whole idea that all animals are equal, but some are more equal more, than others. Okay, some are more so you've heard the others, line, yes. right? So it's it's pretty prevalent in culture. I'm really glad he's making this. I feel mm. like it's more um, relevant than it's ever been probably before. Okay. I'm really looking forward to it. So it says, uh, it says uh, Nagel added, ever since 1945, when George Orwell first published Animal Farm, the story has remained relevant as a key instrument in understanding how the world works. Andy has a special talent for creating unique and memorable characters during his remarkable career, and we're thrilled to be working with him. And I, I th Circus is great. Uh, Andy Circus is fantastic. Oh, yeah. But uh, this was interesting because Animal Farm has been has had a number of adaptations in the 77 years since it was published, including a hybrid live-action CGI version in 99, starring the voices of Kelsey Grammer, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Patrick Stewart. There was also an animated version of the book that was released in 1954 as an anti-communist propaganda film. Yep. Um, so, yes, uh, I've never... Uh, I, I do know that movies like this, like, first of all, let's say, if, if we're going to be honest, the Atlas Shrugged movies are amongst the worst movies ever made. I never saw. So bad. It's My gosh. So bad. What made them so bad? Uh, I Everything. Even, they're just The bad. casting changes from one movie to the next. There are oh. three of them, which is incredibly disconcerting. I have no it's idea like, how they got uh, It's like, a, I, seriously, it's like a libertarian's fantasy, and it's just like, this is completely <gasps> utopian yes i'm sorry i will say it there are elements to libertarianism that are highly utopian and this is all of it they're like mm -hmm. this is gonna work and this is how we're gonna do it so wonderful and i'm just like you're insane i'm sorry they might have proved themselves wrong about the free market by the fact that three of these movies got made yeah yikes a, there was no demand for not, this <laughs> not, to, not not to get too off topic i say but yes uh so that movie's bad so uh that'll be interesting to see uh it 
done in an animated fashion. I don't know if that means that they're going to be targeting it towards younger audiences because uh, Captain Underpants that and Storks cool are both. They need, you know, yeah, something with good messaging. That. Absolutely. Yep. So we will uh, we will see where that goes. That is uh, that'll be very very fascinating. I love Andy Circus as an actor. So and I love that Go- book. Big fan? Yeah, big, big fan. fan. It's a great book. It's really interesting because it's such an allegory and it's kind of like a fable. So he's using not people. He's not being preachy about it, but he's like drawing these comparisons between these pigs who are these people, these these animals who overthrow their humans. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're going to make this utopian society. It's going to be great. But we're in charge. You know, we're the elite. We get all of this special stuff. But, you know, we're going to make everything equal and fair and free and everything will be fine and dandy. And it turns out that everything's not. Shockingly enough. Shocking. Shocker. Shocking. Yeah, so shocking. it's great. Great book. Yes. Great book. Yes. Very shocking. Yeah. Very shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will we will see how that goes. So, yes, uh, Lydia, thank you. Thank you for having me, Brett. Thank I you. always enjoy coming on Wednesday when I am in town. It is, uh, yes. Uh, well, you guys have been very busy lately. <laughs> True that. Very busy. Oh, I, was on, I was on Monday, so we, we got to hang out there too. Yeah, on, yeah. On IRL. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, to let everyone know where they can find you on social media. You guys can find me on social media at SourPatchLids on Twitter and Minds.com. And I also have SourPatchLids.me, which Andy put together for me, which is like a link of all my social media accounts. Perfect. All in one place. That's right. All in one place. Organized. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Closer Kitty and hopefully on TimCast.com on the read tab more oh, often. Cool. Yes, we uh, we had the article from yesterday where she exciting uh, first time we got to use both an article from uh, from Mary as well as on the show. That's so awesome. Really That's exciting. All right, guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. Uh, for the show, please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, like the ch- uh, like the videos, leave comments on the videos. It means the world to me and Mary. Means the means so much. Uh, in the means descri- a little bit more to me though, Brett. A little bit. How much more? Just this much. that Just much. Little, okay, like an inch. Okay, I, I I don't know how to quantify that number, but we'll we'll go with it. Uh, yeah, a she reads, she will read all your comments. She will she will love them all equally. Um, separate but equal. She mm-hmm. will she will love them all. And I will it's reply. Like, and she, oh, she, will. she will reply oh my through snail mail. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it'll take a while. Yes. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so please leave comments mm-hmm. on the videos on the YouTube channel. In the description box uh, for every one of those videos is a link to the Spotify playlist which has the full episode start to finish. It's the best way to listen to us each and every day. Maybe on your way to work. Maybe on your way home from work. At work if you have a job that allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. On social media we are on Twitter at popculture underscore show. We are on Instagram at Pop Culture Crisis Pod, right? Yes. yes. Pop Culture Crisis, Crisis Pod. Pod. And then we are on Facebook and on TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. Guys, we will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.